Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point from 5.25 to 5.50 percent back in July, with a chance of rates further increasing this month. And as the interest rates continue to go north and the fear of recession not abating as much, investors are finding ways to beat the rising interest rates with diversified investments. But with so many investment products catering to different types of investors in the market, how can investors decide which is the best for them and identify which has a better chance against the rising interest rates? Should we be taking a look at REITs and money market funds? Well, joining us today to answer this question is Wilfred Lim, who's the head of strategy of investment solutions at Philip Capital. Wilfred, welcome back to the show. Hi, hi, Hongbin. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for joining me. So, Wilfred, I just want to start off with asking you, how have REITs and money market funds performed so far this year? Uh, yes, so for REITs, uh, the performance is usually inversely correlated to interest rates. So, um, like you mentioned, rates have been going up. Uh, so, the S&P Global REIT Index has been relatively flat this year, down about 1%. So, as rate hikes uh, start to slow down, uh, we are expecting these uh, high interest rates to mm. uh, remain high at this point. Mm. Uh, and then, so for money market funds, uh, MMF returns are usually based on the prevailing short-term interest rates. Mm. So, as rates have been going up, let's say we talk about a Singapore money market fund, it's returned about 2% plus this year. Okay, okay. Then why should investors, you know, take note of REITs and money market funds, especially in a rising interest rate environment? Yeah, so for REITs, like I mentioned, they are usually inversely correlated to interest rates uh, because of their high reliance on leverage uh, and also they are a form of income investing. So actually a rising rate environment is not partic- particularly good for REITs, uh, but the situation we have now is potentially a stable rate environment where uh, we're not expecting rates to go up much further. So this actually provides more business visibility for REIT managers and their occupants. So therefore, um, for REITs, uh, specifically those that are not overly leveraged and based in stable economies like Singapore, mm-hmm. uh, can offer an attractive investment option in terms of yield, maybe about 6 to 8%, uh, and even potential capital appreciation. Mm-hmm. Right. So as for, um, say, Singapore-based money market funds, mm-hmm. um, the current high interest rate environment, uh, money market funds can help to offset inflation, Uh, So inflation in Singapore is about 4%, Mm -hmm. uh, where these money market funds are at at an attractive 3 plus percent. Mm -hmm. So um, they're also considered low risk because Mm -hmm. they invest in highly liquid uh, short-term investments, including Mm -hmm. fixed deposits, MES bills, and Singapore government bonds. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they also provide daily liquidity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's dive in a little bit deeper then. What kind of opportunities do you see in investing in REITs and money market funds? I mean, do they provide better returns compared to other asset classes? So it depends on um, your perspective of return. Uh, I tend to see REITs and money market funds uh, as as, uh, asset classes that provide a different kind of investment functionality Mm -hmm. compared to traditional assets like stocks and bonds. 
So REITs offer an attractive risk-adjusted return, uh, and they're also good uh, portfolio diversification, um, you know, separate from your traditional stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, they provide a regular dividend income. Mm. Whereas for money market funds, uh, on a risk-adjusted basis, they offer quite decent returns right mm-hmm. now, about 3 plus percent, uh, and with very minimal volatility. So this can help to offset um, the volatility from stocks and bonds investing. I see, I see. Are there any you know, specific REITs or money market funds that investors should be taking note of then? Yeah, so for REITs, everyone seems to be going on holidays these days. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've recently been on one as well. Yes, I just came back from one. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, happy for you. I'm still waiting for mine next <laughs> oh, month. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's but it's interesting to note that um global tourism numbers are still only about fifty to sixty yeah. percent uh of pre pandemic levels, right? So there's still a lot of room for improvement in that aspect. So that's why we we're looking at the hospitality sector for REITs, mm. uh, as we believe the increase in room rates, uh, although it's not good for us, it's good for the REIT managers. Uh, will help to mitigate some of the um, higher interest rate costs that's mm. happening. Right. So our research team has Capital Land Escort Trust as their top pick mm-hmm. uh, for their good uh, mix of stable income and growth opportunities, as well as their uh, global geographical diversification. Mm-hmm. Right. So for those who are not familiar, their portfolio includes brands like Citadine, Pullman and Novotel. Mm. So based on our research uh, targets, the current price implies about a distribution yield of 5.9% mm. and a potential 23% upside. Money market funds, yeah, um, yeah investors can, can take a look at Philips' own uh, money market fund, mm-hmm. so, uh, which offers a good mix of um, the three different uh, categories. So high liquidity, which is daily for this fund, mm-hmm. uh, attractive returns, uh, recently, it's been averaging about 3 to 4%, uh, not forgetting our occasional promotions as well that uh, pay out up to 5.8%. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has very minimal risk uh, since its inception in 2001. Uh, it's, have, it's been having daily positive uh, NAVs so far. Okay, I see, I see. So when it comes to REITs, I just want to go back to REITs for a bit. When it comes to REITs, should we look at S-REITs as well? Yeah, so I think I, so I mentioned earlier that um, S-REITs in particular, uh, because we have a stable economy right now mm-hmm. in Singapore, uh, we're also very much at the forefront of, of picking up uh, the improvement in tourism numbers. Mm-hmm. So S-REITs is uh, definitely an area to look at. So what's your outlook for then on money market funds and REITs for the rest of the year? Yeah, so for these two asset classes, they are highly sensitive to interest rates. Uh, so money market funds are generally positively correlated, mm-hmm. while REITs are uh, generally negatively correlated. Right, so we foresee interest rates to remain at current levels, mm-hmm. at least till the end of the year. So with that said, money market funds should continue to return about 3 plus percent per annum. 
while REITs, they may not see much upside in terms of capital gains, mm-hmm. uh, but at current levels, they offer quite decent yields, uh, like I mentioned, 6 to 8% uh, on, on quality assets. Mm, okay, okay. Then I just want to ask, I'm pretty sure there are first-time investors here listening in to this interview. So for those who are first-time investors, when you know selecting the REITs or money market funds to invest in, what should they consider? Yeah, so say for REITs, uh, we've mentioned it over and over again in this conversation, mm-hmm. interest rates is very important. Yeah. So we need to have a good understanding of the interest rate environment mm-hmm. uh, because higher interest rates will make REITs less attractive uh, as compared to safer assets like government bonds and mm-hmm. so on. Yeah, And it also makes it more expensive for REITs to finance their assets. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to... Um, to understand what uh, interest rate uh, expectations going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the second factor will be a price-to-book ratio. Mm. So this indicates how much you're paying compared to the actual value of the REIT's assets. Depending on which sector and, and which part of the economic cycle we're in, uh, the average PB is about 0.7. Mm. Yeah, And then um, another factor also is gearing. So I mm-hmm. mentioned financing, right? So gearing indicates how much debt a REIT has compared to its assets. Uh, especially in today's environment, a ratio that is too high is very risky. Mm. So gearing ratios typically range between 35 to 45%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, I see. Other than REITs and money market funds, though, how can investors uh, in, you know, identify which asset has a better chance against the rising interest rates? So I think we've seen for most of this year and last year Mm -hmm. that interest rate decisions are heavily influenced by inflation. Mm -hmm. So we should look out for asset classes that can potentially gain from Mm -hmm. uh, inflation. And one such asset class would be commodities. Mm -hmm. So commodities tend to rise with inflation, or we can also argue that they cause the inflation itself. Mm -hmm. So investing in uh, commodities as an asset class, uh, it's, it's a viable alternative. Mm, I see. I see. Overall, though, Wilfred, how can Philip Capital, you know, advise their investors on which product is best suited for them? Well, at Philip Capital, we believe that every investor is unique. Mm -hmm. So we therefore try to provide a wide range of products and services to best suit each of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We broadly categorize these products uh, for investors as uh, DIY. Mm -hmm. So for investors who use our platform and research as a tool to make their own investment decisions, um, then we have advisory. Mm -hmm. So it's for investors who seek the advice of our licensed professionals to provide sound and tailor-made financial solutions. Mm. Um, Then we have uh, discretionary investors as well who actually entrust us with their own portfolios uh, and for us to make the investment decisions on their behalf. Mm, Okay, okay. Before we let you go here, Wilfred, you know, when it comes to inflation and rising interest rates, rather, of course, volatility remains in the market. So how should investors reallocate their portfolio based on the volatility of the market? Um, I think it's important to stay informed for investors, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, at Philip Capital, we try to do that with regular engagement. Mm -hmm. So we have built a community uh, within our app uh, where like-minded investors come to exchange ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's good to, to, you know, be up to date. Uh, And we also promote financial literacy where we curate and conduct regular webinars um, to talk about current uh, market situations or even personal finance. Of course, like I mentioned, diversified products as well. So based on 
what you see in the markets, uh, we also have the relevant investment options uh, for you to capture market opportunities. I see. Well, thank you so much, Wilfred, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Wilfred Lim, who is the head of strategy of investment solutions at Philip Capital. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.